Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on a meat Friday. It's a seafood Friday, thanks to the great folks at Eventide Oyster Company in Portland, Maine. I was up there a few weeks back with my brother, heard about the restaurant, stopped in, got a seat at the uh, counter, and had a wonderful meal. And then I uh, run into the sous chef, Taylor, and he says, can we do a meat Friday? I'm like, sure and then uh tyler reached out to him and they decided they would uh, take the three-hour drive down and this is what's on the menu today brown butter rolls that will be the that'll be the star just letting you guys know i'm giving you a heads up that'll be the star of the menu you, it doesn't sound like it trust me the brown butter rolls will be mvp pastrami buns big eye tuna crudo grilled flying point oysters not literally uh, the grill, the flying part, uh, raw raw oysters, smoked lobster and mussels, bluefin toro brisket, and scallop waffle yaki. Who has it better than we do? No, no, buddy. Morale is high, and it should. All right, final hour coming up. It's uh, Hollywood royalty. Kurt Russell. He's been acting for probably fifty years. Been in a lot of movies. He's in a show with his son, Wyatt, who's been on the show before, former professional hockey player, and uh, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. We'll talk to them about that. Washington and Oregon. Oregon is giving 10 tonight in Las Vegas. Cowboys survived the Seahawks 41-35. They're now 9-3. and And now we find out who the Cowboys are, for better or for worse. And for Dak Prescott, you want to be an MVP? You, it is set up for you to win the MVP. These next four games you can win the MVP. Right now, the MVP odds, according to DraftKings, Jalen Hurts, then it's Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, and Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Still comes down to, out of these quarterbacks, who would you bet on to win a a Super Bowl? Like, you count on them to win a Super Bowl. Well, we know Mahomes has done it, so that's why it always comes back to MVP. And Mahomes has kind of morphed into the Michael Jordan... uh, conversation of he can win a championship and I voted for Michael for MVP every time he won you had to take it from him for me to go um, Carl Malone great year 
Charles Barkley, great year. All right, you're MVP. Who's going to win a championship? Michael Jordan is. And I'm with, I'm in that, you know, that mind space that I am with Mahomes. Sort of similar, where I go, all right, maybe you give it to uh, Jalen Hurts, or maybe you give it to uh, Lamar, but it still feels like game on the line. Who's going to get to the Super Bowl? Who's going to win a Super Bowl? And it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. He will be my MVP. Jordan, you know, lost two MVPs to Barkley and, and one to Carl Malone. He ended up winning championships those years against those guys. Yes, Mark. At the end of Mahomes' career, we're going to probably say, man, he only won three MVPs. Yeah. We're going to look on sportsreference.com and see the crazy numbers. Say, who won the MVP that year? It yeah. was a better story. So and, probably won MVP. And that does factor in. Uh, you know, it's about stories. And we've been telling the same story with Patrick Mahomes over and over and over. And then you're like, uh, can we find somebody else? And then we look for somebody else. And then it comes back to Patrick Mahomes. Tiger Woods is back, and you can watch him play golf this afternoon, the uh, Hero World Challenge, later today on Golf Channel and Peacock. Final hour of the program, by the way, if you're watching on Peacock, thank you. And if you're uh, watching, you'll be able to see this great meal that we have coming up off the Traeger Grills in about 40 minutes from now. Download the app if you haven't done so. Good morning if you're chatting on Chat Row and our radio affiliates around the country. So, Seton, final hour poll question is going to be. I decided to put up their uh, ultimate NIL athlete. Oh. Choices are Michael Vick, Allen Iverson, Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker. Okay. I wanted to put Deion Sanders in there, but we're only going with four. I would say Herschel because Herschel, Herschel was more famous than any of those players when he was in college. And he was a big deal. I mean, Bo won the Heisman, but but Herschel was a thing. That was like, oh my God, have you seen this guy? And I mean, Bo was a better runner than Herschel. I, like Herschel would just run you over. Bo had that ability to run around you or over you, um, and and was an incredible. I mean, they're all incredible athletes. I just I was in Atlanta and I at the time, and I remember seeing Georgia play. And Herschel was running, and I just thought, that's not possible. That big. Now, I didn't have that shifty, that, that elusiveness. He was just bigger and faster than everybody. And I would say that he would be, he would be the guy, if there was NIL, he was going to get paid. Um, Iverson was a big deal. Um, Vic, man, that freshman year. Ooh. Yeah, I I would say it would it would be uh, Herschel for me. Yeah, Paul. Herschel makes sense because he played three years, so he has three years of nil value. He yeah. also he won the national title as a freshman, so he wasn't he didn't ease in. Bo Jackson eased in just a little more. Iverson was very well known. You know, Christian Leitner's last two or three years, he was the face of college basketball, and I'll bet you he would have crushed national nil deals okay. from an awareness standpoint, Leitner because. But that sport, he was well-known. People, all that stuff. Uh, all right, so that's the poll question for the final hour. Get a couple of phone calls in here. And uh, the game's coming up this weekend, the game tonight. Uh, just the point spreads are always interesting. Michigan minus 22 against Iowa. Louisville is give, uh, getting one and a half. That, to me, is the fascinating line. Although Oregon giving 10 to Washington is one of those where you go, hmm. Things to make you go, hmm. Oklahoma State getting 15 and a half against Texas. And uh, Georgia 
giving five and a half to Alabama. The uh, music theme, as we always do every Friday, is uh, it's Dead December. It's uh, lead singers who died in the month of December. Yes, Marvin. Next Friday, it's going to be people that are alive. Oh. <laughs> so lead singers who are still alive in the month of December. Yeah, we're even it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. So John Bon Jovi, you're in. Yeah. No. Well, day to day. No. Everyone's day to day. You can't, no. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, no? No, I can't do Bon Jovi. Oh. No, red, red, no, red, red, red. no. You no. can, but I can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can. We said alive. Okay. That's, that's, that's the one prerequisite. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, there, Union's there, been on strike. It's down on his luck. There were so many so artists who died in the month of December. Now, we took John Lennon off the board. He's a Marinist. Next Friday will be the anniversary of his uh, murder. But we had Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, Michael Nesmith of the Monkees, yeah, even my- though he wasn't a lead singer. We uh, I, Was it uh, Ronnie Van Zant? I think he might have been December. Um, James Brown, Frank Zappa, yeah, see, I, I really, 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 my very first pick for this was Roy Orbison. Oh, yeah. He, probably the most underrated voice of all time, Roy Orbison. Yeah. He's a great singer. Yeah. Uh, I, that was my first pick, though. I was like, oh, dang, I'm going with Roy. Yeah. Didn't. All right, uh, we'll get to phone calls here coming up. Uh, Baker in Bozeman. Hi, Baker. What's on your mind today? Happy Meat Friday, gentlemen. So, DP, you know, you've got me between Greg McElroy yesterday and Mike Vick a second ago. I've been thinking about this transfer portal topic. And, you know, it, it's really all about presenting your school as an attractive destination to the athletes. And I wanted to share with you guys, I've, I've devised what I think is a can't-miss transfer portal strategy for Crappensburg State. Mm. So my idea would be conceptually similar to what Nissan's done with the Heisman House. But for Crab State, it wouldn't be limited to football. So I've assembled the list of their uh, list of, the, of athletes they've churned out. It's an impressive list of professional athletes. Okay. Um, but instead of the Heisman House, Crab State would call it the Outhouse. Okay. Um, so uh, you guys already have the Crab State baseball T-shirt, right? Well, yeah. one of the one of the greatest baseball players of all time is is an alum of Crab State, and that's Duke Snyder. Okay. So in the NBA, you got Pooh Richardson, Minute Bolt. In the NFL, you got Deuce <laughs> McAllister, Jake Plummer, right? And there's a, there are a couple of athletes, currently um, uh, in, in two other sports. NHL, you've got Kevin Shattenkirk, who's a defenseman for the Bruins. And there's a, a professional wrestler from Japan. This guy's name, no lie, Konosuke Kekashita. Konosuke <laughs> Kekashita. You can't miss Dan. Thank you, Baker. Yeah, we do have uh, a lot of famous alum, not so famous alum from Crappensburg State. And uh, you want to be the first in your neighborhood, certainly not the last, to get your Crappensburg State hoodie or coffee mug. Uh, We have uh, some bumper stickers in there as well. We have our Crappensburg State uh, baseball team T-shirt. We have the runs and uh, our, uh, our hats, the Dukes. Yes, Paul? Minute Bowl got me. That's good. Got me. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I like that one. Deuce McAllister. Uh, Brent in Texas. Hi, Brent. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan and Danette. Pass the smoke lobster and mussels. Sounds delicious yep. there today for y'all. Hey, as a lifelong Seahawks fan, I would love to see the throwbacks we saw last night every week. Brought back great memories, including being at a Seahawks-Chiefs game, doing the wave in a very loud kingdom in 1984 
Seahawks won the game 45-0 with four pick sixes. It was unbelievable. Okay. So bring back the throwbacks. Go Hawks. I hope they make playoffs. A good showing last night, disappointing with the result. Yeah. And uh, Britt... And and Fritzy, I love the doctor. I, I love the the Simpson stuff is great, but Doctor Phil is so good. You gotta understand something. You're walking around with a hat and a lasso, and boy, that don't make you no cowboy. <laughs> That's why your kids are on drugs. I I would love to have Doctor Phil on, and and have Doctor Phil maybe have a Doctor Phil Fritzy. Uh, you know who does a better Doctor Phil? Remember when we had Jim Jim Nance on, and then we thought somebody did a better Jim Nance than Jim Nance? <laughs> like Jim Nance didn't win the Jim Nance sound alike contest, and he he was great. He finished second though, close second. Uh, Sean in Indianapolis. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. Um, going back to the first hour with the penalties being called, I had a, a possible solution of on a on a called penalty allow the player that the infraction is on to challenge it. And if he loses a challenge, he's out the rest of the possession, and you only get one challenge per game. And then just one, one second thing. Um, you guys need to have your callers call in with a Crappensburg State fight song. Well, we've been working on a Crappensburg State fight song, and uh, it's in development right now. We're, we're trying to pick the right artist to be able to sing this. And there have been some famous, well, not exactly famous, but some people who would like to uh, offer up you know, their version of the Crappensburg State fight song. But thank you, Sean. By the way, some NBA, Fritzy uh, came in and uh, said, uh, hey, uh, did you watch the Hawks last night? I go, the Seahawks? He goes, no, the Hawks <laughs> beat the Spurs. And I go, S- who cares? Trey Young stepped it up. The Spurs have lost 13 in a row. But then, not to be outdone, Detroit. Detroit is terrible. Detroit has lost 16 in a row. They, they're tanking the wrong year. Next, the last year is when they needed to tank. 16-game losing streak. That's the longest in uh, club history. Wow. Oh! Ow! Start of the day! Start of the day! Start of the day! Start Years ago, I gave you Shea Gilgis Alexander. I said that's a guy should be in the MVP race, and he turned out to be in the MVP race. This year, I'm going to give you a name. His team is not very good, but if you want to talk about value to your team in the NBA, I'm going to give you guys 50 guesses, and you're still not going to get who this player is. Although Marvin, knowing you, you might. Eastern Conference. I'm not giving you any hints. Not even a slight. All right. Midwest. Midwest. Donovan Mitchell? No. That, you know, would probably be under the 50 names. Yeah, Seton. 11. No, it's not 11. No. <laughs> I think it's 11. Too, no, you weren't, you weren't listening, were you? They weren't. 11. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. He had 44 in the Pacers lost. He has scored or assisted on over 41% of the Pacers' points in the month of November. The only guy who had a larger percentage of his team's points the past month? The Joker. 
Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. By the way, a standard that he brought you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. The Warriors beat the Clippers last night. The Warriors have won six in a row at home against the Clippers. Longest home winning streak in the series since they won 11 in a row back uh, between 2012 and 2017. I know that we want to put dirt on the uh, Golden State Warriors grave. Not yet. I mean, we just dipped into December. Now, are they the same team they once were? No, they're not. And I thought that this was going to be a team that you almost had, like the Spurs. The Spurs had older players. They drafted well. They stockpiled. Some of those players stayed in Europe. And I thought Golden State, when they got James Wiseman, when they got Moody, when they got Kaminga, Jordan Poole, and I thought, okay, now you got depth. Here's your second unit. You, you don't have to play Steph the same minutes and Clay Thompson the same minutes. And then all of a sudden, Clay Thompson isn't who he once was. Steph is not who he once was. Draymond Green is still acting like a knucklehead sometimes. But you don't have that benefit there of, you know, Denver's going to be there. Phoenix is going to be there. They're, they're teams that are going to be there, and you just can't afford to be. Sacramento might already be there. Went toe-to-toe with Golden State last year. But I, I've learned not to bet against Steph Curry. And until further notice, I won't. But I do think they're wobbling a little bit. We'll take a break. We will talk to uh, Kurt Russell. He is Hollywood royalty and his son, Wyatt. And uh, we had a great conversation with them. We taped the interview and talked about a variety of things, and uh, including his role as uh, Herb Brooks in Miracle. We uh, got into Slapshot, uh, the movie, and uh, quite a few things. And uh, very enjoyable conversation with them. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Dynasty the king. king. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast. The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat Dynasty League you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive Dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their Dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We spoke to uh, Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell uh, two days ago. They have a show called uh, Monarch. Legacy of Monsters on Apple TV+. Plus. New episodes coming out every Friday. And uh, here is how we started the interview. It's Kurt and Wyatt Russell joining us, and they have a new series on Apple TV+. Plus. It is called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. New episodes coming out every Friday. All right, let me know how this sounds to you guys. I'm going to be the voiceover guy if you need one, even if you don't need one. Following the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco and the shocking revelation that monsters are real. Monarch, legacy of monsters, tracks two siblings following in their father's footsteps who uncover their family's connection to the secret organization known as Monarch. What do you think? Not bad. That's good. I would slow it down a touch. Oh, you would have. Oh, okay. For, okay. Yeah, because the, 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 the faster you go, the more less you give a shit, obviously. So. <laughs> I, it was just for, for time. That was all. I was worried about you guys. With, with that, was a nice, that was a nice 30 seconds. Yeah. I like that, uh, you know, uh, in a world. Like, I always wanted to be yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a world. world. Uh, was that Don LaFontaine? One man. Yeah. <laughs> I always loved that. Uh, why, when you saw... Uh, uh, Kurt play Albert or Albert Brooks, Mel uh, Herb Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 nobody saw the Mel Brooks thing. I just, I <laughs> and you were great. You were great. Not as good as Albert Brooks, but you were great. Okay, when you saw him play Herb Brooks, what did you? Did you ever have a coach who was like that? No, I wish I did. To be honest, I mean Herb was a legendary coach. My dad. Uh, you know, I think uh, he said before he can talk to it better was doing his father, Bing, who was a lot like Herb, uh, who's but it was in the baseball world. I think the better for me, I was a little distant from the process um, because I was I was playing at the time, and um, we 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 and there was some fun stuff actually. He would come out and practice with us, do some skating around, watch us interact, and he, th- there was a lot from the film. And Gavin O'Connor, the director as well, would come some of the games being the locker room. So there was a little bit of overlap, but more of of what was, I guess, a testament to how good he was in that film was when her Herb's grandkids saw the movie, they thought they were looking at grand app. You, you know, they, but why, it was Wyatt's first year up there playing in, in uh, playing junior hockey in Canada. And they came to me and they said, the beginning of the movie is young Herb. 
you think Wyatt would do it? He said, don't even ask him. <laughs> he's not, he's not here working movies. He's here, he's here trying to earn a job on these teams and move forward in hockey. So yeah. don't bother. Would you have taken him up on the offer if they ask you why? No, they did. No, they did. Oh, they, they did. did. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we were, we had a good, it was the second year. We, we, we had a good team. We ended up, we ended up second in, in Canada that year, uh, finishing second in nationals. And we had a really good team and that my career path was hockey. So it was like, this was a very important time. And uh, we did have a couple players actually leave the team to go be on be in the movie oh, okay. and uh and they wanted to come back when the movie was done and be on the team again and i was like no way dude sorry you, you left you left you left this team to go join a different one it doesn't matter that it was a movie it wasn't our team so we it was it was a little bit of a thing um because it was such a big deal in vancouver at the time they're getting a lot of hockey players and they were paying these guys money that they hadn't been paid before so it was it was but it was fun sometimes we'd play uh, we'd have a game in like Abbotsford and they shot at Abbotsford right after we'd play. So we'd have like the crew in the stands and then we'd end the game. And then my dad would come to work on the same ice that I just played on. That was kind of fun. They helped them find a lot of the locations. Actually, I turned that movie down quite a few times because it was relatively uninteresting in the form that it was in. But uh, I was up there, um, you know, because Wyatt was playing hockey there. I was going to be playing hockey there for a number of years. Wow. And uh, so I knew all the, you know, all the ranks that they could, you know, possibly use in the time of year that would work and whatnot. So ended up doing the movie because actually, because Gavin O'Connor and I had great conversations about having hockey players play the, play the, uh, the characters in the movie. Um, I, you know, sports movies are tough. They're, they're really tough. I've, I've never done a baseball one. Um, and, uh, the, uh, the depends on the story and, and really it generally their sports stories are written by fans. They're not written by players. And there's a completely different mindset coming out of the players, uh, from the players' point of view than there is a fan's point of view. And, uh, I, you know, very few are made by people who either played the game or played some le- some high level or professional level of, of the game. And those are usually much better. How many takes for that speech? How many takes that did you well, need? Well, it's interesting. There's a lot of rewriting there. Um, uh not that many. Um, had a couple cameras rolling, and and uh, yeah, the speech. That's <laughs> right. I forgot about that. Um, had, it was fortunately I had that opportunity to speak with Herb uh, before that, so I felt very good about the fact that when the players on the team saw that that movie, they they did refer to the speech and say, "How did you know that?" You know, because I'd spoken with Herb. Um, the speech was quite different, in fact, um, before we actually filmed it. And uh, I don't know. You know, we did like a normal amount three or four takes and and i must say there was one line in it that ca- it came to me at one time which was um it's like those line reading things which you never think about but this is this is your time that that was sort of the that was sort of the impetus of the speech and i was just looking at those guys and i just said this is your time <laughs> you know, it's not their time anymore it's your time and that became what what came out of that what came out of that uh, pre-game speech I, my, my my favorite story that that would never, which I like, we can't, I can't tell it here either, I suppose, but was not that speech, but the speech that Herb gave, I should say the speech that Herb didn't give for the last game. After they beat the Russians, they had to play Finland. And uh, I think it was Finland that they, they had to beat for the, that win yeah. for the goal. You can tell no. the story. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, from what it was, is Herb said nothing, came into the room, said nothing, started to walk out of the room, got to the door, turned around, and he said, if you lose this game, you'll take it to your. 
fucking great. And he turned around and walked out. <laughs> I wanted to shoot that and have no sound of my voice, but, it, you know, have Herb have Herb already narrating the ending of the movie, but you, you can see, you can read his lips. <laughs> that would have been awesome in the credits. I think it would have too. been great. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What do you think when you see Slapshot? Slapshot was like, wasn't as inaccurate as people might think it would be. That's, like, there's, oh, an yeah, there's an amazing story, story about there. that. Slapshot was written by a woman whose brother was in the Portland Mavericks locker room. He was, I think he was a player on the team. Can't remember because this is a long time ago. And the Portland Mavericks were a team. That was the template. The, 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 the Portland Mavericks, which my dad and I, my dad owned, and Batter Bastards of Baseball is a documentary you can see uh, if you have it on Netflix uh, that um, is about that team. It was the most successful minor league team in the history of the game. It was actually a very interesting uh, situation. And and uh, he was on that team. That was a lot of that. A lot of that was derived from his experience with the Portland Mavericks, which I guess he shared with his sister. Wow. But you guys were all in, like, believable? I mean, the fact that Paul Newman took that job, like, I'm just going, wow. Paul loves Slapshot. Love that, Slapshot. It, that wasn't as, like, Ogie Oglethorpe was, like, based off of a real person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially back in the 70s, like, that was not, uh, that was, I mean, obviously there, there was, there, it was caricaturized, but but it, it wasn't that far off. Yeah. That's because. Not anymore. That's a, I mean, Not anymore. That's a blast of a movie. I mean, you can't. Like, come on. There's too much great stuff in that. That's fabulous. Uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Apple TV Plus. Uh, so summarize this. But what have we missed so far, and uh, where are we headed with this? Well, we we uh, well, you go. You're better at explaining. <laughs> you know, all the movies have a, a, a there's a there's a Godzilla lore, of course, and. Um, this is connected to that, but this is much more about the people who are now dealing with this, with the reality that monsters are in and amongst us, and we have to live with them and try to figure out a way what what is it we're going to do. So this this uh, monarch was uh, created back in the late forties and early fifties uh, by three people, and the character that Wyatt the character that Wyatt and I play. Uh, was sort of the the guy who was coming in from the military side, and he he was the one who needed to sort of become a believer, as it were. That that uh, company Monarch grew and grew, but then fell apart and became something very different. This story is about the mystery of those people and how it happened, and the fact that. What what we're, what you're looking at here is where, what are these monsters? What they are real? Where, they're not dinosaurs. Where do they come from? Where do they? Why is it we can't see them? What they're very very mysterious in and amongst themselves, and so it deals with that. It's all about the, it's all about this family uh, uh, finding out um, their history, their 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 history having to do with this, and it's and it goes back and forth from the 50s up to 2014 2015. Uh, and that's when when I that's when I play uh, this character Lee Shaw. Uh, Wyatt plays him all all through the fifties. Do you believe in monsters? I believe in Godzilla. <laughs> 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 you know, there's, there's 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 human monsters and there's uh, and there's uh, animal monsters. Uh, that's kind of a, a lot of what's behind what we're doing here. My guys that I work with loved uh, the movie Used Cars. Ernie, yeah, my favorite movie. <laughs> is it really? 
Yeah, it's like it's so. I mean, there's there's I can quote every line from, from the movie. We we uh, like weird used cars has come up like on this little press tour we were doing like a hundred times <laughs> because it was Bob's Mac is the second movie. It was my favorite movie of his. It's the closest to his humor to my dad's humor that I know. It's just everything about that movie to me is perfect. <laughs> what I, were you I, a used car salesman in Arizona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it's, it's, it's one of my. The most, you know, like character-wise, like yeah, I had fun every day. I mean, it was just a blast. I mean, and, and and those guys, Bob, Bob Zemeckis and Bob Gale, and all the cast guys too. And when when the people that were in the show, Deborah, it was just a, it was just one of those things. I, I learned a lot about comedy and how comedy is made by the people who were involved with that show. I didn't really know that much about comedy. You know, you'd read a script and you go play it. But these guys created comedy. They 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 were fantastic. They're you know they went on to have obviously a lot of great careers and stuff too. Yeah, it's one thing to see something written, but then you got to kind of capture what's written and and right. and make it yeah. work. And that's and they, the genius. And, they, and they, this was this was like 1979, 1980 period. So it was there was a lot of the 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 second city, the second city people. You know that that seemed to be the core of where a lot of these people were coming from. John Candy was supposed to be in that movie. And he actually ended up taking his agent, took two jobs at one time. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt, would you recreate used cars with dad's permission? What's that? Me? Yeah. I'd do it in a different way, but I I know what I'd do. <laughs> I like I'd do it. it in a different way, but I know what I'd, I know what I'd do because I think there's a lot of uh, fun to be had if Rudy was, like we talked about last night, r r uh, running for, he actually did become a senator <laughs> and what happened. <laughs> and and I, I have a dream about you. Kurt, you produce this. It won't take too long. This would be great. Get your dad. It would. I, I agree. Yeah. Get someone, call somebody at Netflix, Dan. You know. You get mom. Yeah, I'll call, I'll call Sandler. I'll call Sandler. I'll, yeah. Get, I think you'd have to get a hold of Bob's Megas. <laughs> Before we run out of time, I got questions. I have questions oh, for you. Oh, please. oh, okay. Uh, first of all, I have a great. This was so. This is tomorrow's show. This is today's show, but we were. I was watching tomorrow yesterday's <laughs> show. Uh, great a st a statue doesn't have a Hall of Fame. Dustin Brown of the L.A. Kings. Oh, he's in a statue outside Staples Center. Not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Not a Hall of Famer. Why didn't you guys know that? Yeah, I can't see. know everything. <laughs> I only came up with I only came up with um was there at one time a statue of of Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa in front of a stadium? I think it's just on the steps. Oh, is it just on the steps? Yeah. yeah. There never was one there was, there was there was never another one. I don't think that it's outside of any of their venues. And then I think Sylvester I think there's two of those statues. I think he had one at his house in Hollywood. <laughs> he, he does. It was out by the pool. He's got his statue. There. I'm not joking. He, 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 he I'll tell him. I'll tell him you said that, and he'll get one. <laughs> How would Goldie feel if you said, "I'd like to have a statue outside of the home"? Huh? <laughs> you divorce me from another night. Okay. What, what What other question do you have? What? Anything else? So we always we always talk about. We always have the debate of of who should be in the Hall of Fame or not. We talk about like uh, ad nauseum. Okay. And more interesting sports, more interesting one that we're always like, God, should this person be in the Hall of Fame or not? Is golf. 
the golf hall of fame is a hard one and the real one is like fred couples he's got one major yeah but only i think 15, 15 wins, wins. Yeah. and it's like is that a hall of fame golf career well what sometimes is it, you know, like, what is the criteria when it comes to numbers versus the reason for f- for fame i think it's like and if he had a lot of reason for fame you could win one super bowl like freddie won one super bowl he won the masters and is that enough to get into the hall? Now, you can also do contributions to the game as well. He's been on the senior tour, the champions tour, the longevity part of that. Uh, if you look into the future of golf, that's going to open up a lot of guys, a lot of guys to the Hall of Fame. Well, what about Aunt Aunt Cabrera? Cabrera? No, I think what's going to happen, though, Kurt, is because of live tour, these guys might not be playing in majors. So guys that would be having a Hall of Fame career are just going to be financially compensated. And they're not going to have the majors there. Or will you take into consideration the fact that they win 40 whatevers no. around the world? Right. You know, I, you on, know, live, to on live tour, no. But you guys should do a podcast. If 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 the live yeah, if the live tour hold on if the live tour <laughs> how would you Donald guys do as a podcast? Do you think you guys could, <laughs> uh, yeah, just sports? Could about. you put up with each other? Not enough time in the day. Oh God, you're <laughs> actors. Actually, that's not true. All we do we just sit around and do nothing. You're <laughs> actors. You got time. <laughs> it's so true. But if if hey. the live tour, if John Rom goes to the live tour for real and they change the rules and yeah. they uh, and they change it to a four day turn, because that's the big sticking point. Put it, make it four days. Don't do the weird shotgun start thing. Yeah. And then and then they start being able to compete for the world golf rankings. Then that changes that. It I could. I don't know what the story is behind live slash PGA because, you know, I can do a little conspiracy theory on that one. Like, uh, you know, in the old days of the AFL and the NFL. When the AFL was created, you know, that was a terrible, terrible thing. Who's going to go over there and all of that? <laughs> you know, it, they became what they became. And then Namath, win, Namath Hall of, he, he should be in the Hall of Fame for what he did, of course, because of what he did. He brought two leagues together. Yeah. Is that what's going to happen with Liv and the PGA? Was that always the intent? I keep thinking that eventually that you got to bring it together, that they have yeah. to merge. Well, well, if, 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 you're, if you're, you know, sitting around with Greg Norman seven, eight years ago, you think that conversation might have been had by a few people? Well, I, he I brought it up. I wouldn't say no. He he brought it up thirty years ago. This idea. Yeah. So he'd been thinking about it yeah, for a while. How yeah. The best Long way time. to do this. Yeah. And why not create two? And then we'll we'll maybe we'll have a we'll have a competition. And then eventually it'll always be the it'll be the PGA, but it will be a lot larger than it was. You guys don't want to talk movies. You want to talk sports, right? No, no, no. We never talk movies. (laughs) No, we talk about this stuff so you can go make them. (laughs) Uh, Wyatt, have you told your dad that I've been in 20 Sandler movies? Just, I don't know if if you checked out. I mean, maybe you know that. I don't know, Kurt. But I've been in 20. I think, I've said to my dad, I'm like, I think Dan would be good in, in like a real drama. Yeah. Like, you, you need to get in like a, you need to get in like a real drama where you could use your low timbre. Well, wait a minute. What the f? Why didn't I get in this? (laughs) <laughs> By the way, you should have been announcing a game while Godzilla gets uh, uh, yes. destroyed the you know, stadium. Dan, we talked about this, but there's enough monsters already. So oh, okay. <laughs> I can be something less than a monster. Oh, oh, I see. You want to play a human. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis, great to have you on. We've always appreciated Wyatt, and uh, especially when he showed up in person with flip-flops, a parka, <laughs> A winter hat, and I went. We're in. We're in Los Angeles. What are you doing? It was cold. You had flip flops on. He's barefoot right now. My feet. I got eczema. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whenever there's a real 
tough topic, and I need to be the guy who comes and settles it, then you guys let me know, and we'd love to have you come back on. Perfect deal. <laughs> Once again, it's called Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, Apple TV+. Plus. New episodes airing every Friday. Hey, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Good for you. Good for you. Who are those 7%? We're going after you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, All right, Dan. Good talking to you, Dan. See you. <laughs> Kurt and Wyatt Russell. A lot of fun talking to them. We'll take a break. If you're watching on Peacock, we have a feast. Boy, this is really impressive. The folks from uh, Portland, Maine, from Eventide, came down to do Meat Friday. That's actually Seafood Friday. We'll have that for you coming up. Last call for phone calls, what we learned, what's in store for Monday after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Closing up shop, as we always do on this Friday, a seafood Friday. Todd Rundgren, all together now, here we go! Ever since I was a tiny boy! Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Seton raising his hand. Yes. Just in case anyone's confused, Todd Rundgren, uh, Rundgren very Did, much still alive. Yeah, yeah. Not part of yeah. Dead December, yeah, right. guys. Yeah, good good call. Yeah, no, yeah, He's very much alive. We, we play Todd every Friday, yeah. but uh, thank you, Todd. And uh, it's Dead December, our theme today. Next uh, next week, it'll be uh, lead singers who are alive in the month of December. <laughs> yeah, if you're alive, let's celebrate. Yeah. Uh, my thanks to uh, Eventide, the uh, restaurant in Portland, Maine. They brought everything down, all the seafood there, and uh, they cooked things on the Traeger, and uh, they were like, we hadn't used the Traeger before, and then they realized how good it was, how easy it was, and the food is spectacular. Yes, yes. I've had two truly great fish sandwiches in my life. One was at a place called Woody's in Bermuda, and the other was at Eventide yeah. uh, like six, seven years ago or something. My wife still talks about it. Yeah, great stuff. Great but, place. Uh, got, uh, can't wait to get to the post-show. Let's put it that way. Mm. Crack a beer, get a Miller Lite, and a few oysters. We're good to go. 
All right, weekend games. Give me the upset. Pro or college, the upset that uh, we'll talk about on Monday. Todd, I'll start with you. I'm going to say Louisville is going to take down Florida State. Okay. Not a big upset. No. But, an but upset. an upset. And an upset. That's all I asked for. Number four team in the country right now. Okay. Thank you, John. Backup quarterback. Uh, Seton O'Connor, give me your upset. Alabama upsetting Georgia. Chaos. Absolute <laughs> chaos, I tell you. Marvin, best and worst of the weekend. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Marvin, uh, the uh, upset. I'm going to go Packers beat best the Chiefs. Best and worst of the weekend. What are we doing? Packers over the Chiefs. That's yeah, something. why not? Okay. I love love. All right. Uh, Paulie? Uh, I don't actually believe in this, but I believe in the the new coach bump. The Carolina Panthers over the Buccaneers. Um, how about the Patriots over the Chargers? Man, that is <laughs> that would be humiliating. <laughs> Did you see where they're trying to do a promo of the Thursday game with the Patriots, and they're showing Bill Belichick like they have nothing to show for the Patriots, like like Bailey Zappi, tune in to uh, see the last few games of Bill Belichick's Patriot career. Yes, Tom. Does Brandon Staley make it off the field if they were to lose that game? Yes, he will make it off the field. He will. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Uh, Can you sneak into this day in sports history, Paul? The only one is the... What was it? They gave a franchise to the Seattle football team. It was announced. Oh, okay. Kind of coincidental. Uh, Latrell Sprewell... uh, Choked his head coach, P.J. Uh, Carlissimo. Frowned upon, frowned upon. It is, it is. All right, what'd you learn today, Todd? Understandably, it's often confused, but Kurt Russell played Herb Brooks in Miracle. It had little or nothing to do with Melbourne. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Sneak one yeah, in there. Todd, on you. you got me. There, no, you got me. Five hole. <laughs> I think I mentioned Albert Brooks, too. Seton, what'd you learn? Sean Salisbury, world-class name dropper. Uh, Heather Locklear. Marvin? Vic could still play for the Jets. Paulie. Kurt Russell's hair is still legit. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll look forward to talking to you on Monday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.